Hello and welcome back to episode 16. Uh, episode 16 of the Sunny 16 backing paper. Uh, is that a thing? It's not I, a real thing, is it? It sounds yeah, like it is. might be a thing. <laughs> uh, what a great week. Why is it a great week? Because Rachel's back. Rachel. Hi. Are you, are you feeling better now? I am feeling better than I was, yes. Um, I'm um, liable to break out in some small coughing fits at, at some point, so apologies for that. I will try and remember how to mute on this new Zencaster thing that we're using. So um, we'll, I will try and do that, remember to do that before I uh, blast all your ears out. But yes, I'm back. Um, and uh, it's it's so far, well, we're recording on Saturday evening, quite late actually on the Saturday evening. So um, apologies if I sound also a little bit tired and possibly a little bit tipsy if I had a few drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, um, medicinal, of course. <laughs> You were at a birthday party. That's I true. mean, it was a first birthday party, and you it apparently was. have been drinking since one at a first birthday party. But 3 p.m. Hey, look. 3 p.m. <laughs> Don't exaggerate, Graham. Sorry, 3 p.m. <laughs> hey, those one year olds, they know how to party. Um, they really do. Up here, they do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've got a ton of stuff to get through this evening, yes. so I'm very glad you are back to help me get through it all rage shall we start off with what yes, we've had in for the cheap shots challenge this week so we've had some more cracking entries in um <clears throat> do you want to read this first one from a new first time emailer rory Pryor? yes lovely um rory says hi sunbeams uh here is my first submission for a cheap shots challenge these are shot on a vivitar v335 a cheap and cheerful pentax k-mount slr that i was given by a friend it was paired with the lovely pentax m 50 mil uh, which the F1.7, uh, which came free with my Pentax MX and shot on everyone's favourite Poundland film. <laughs> uh, <Ooh>. Hang on. <laughs> uh, Kodak Portra 160. <laughs> hey, hang on a second. Yeah, now, Rory, I don't know what Poundland you think you're going into, but our Poundlands do not sell that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he says, I shall say that I got this through... Oh, I see. Now, before you spit the hot beverage of your choice or wine or whatever we're drinking at the moment, um, all over your keyboards to shout, this isn't cheap, Phil. How did he know we were going to say this? Yeah, uh, predictable, says, right? We I know. Predictable. Oh, no. Maybe we, we should finish. Maybe we should just stop doing this now. <laughs> <laughs> the minute you become, become predictable, they say, right? Um, he says, I shall say that I got this through the uh, Cool Film Club. Which I think actually um, Simon and Dave mentioned the other day as well, didn't they? They did, yeah. Because yeah. Cool Film Club are helping them out and sponsoring them and supplying some film for their uh, daft endeavours. So yeah, good for Cool Film Club. <laughs> Check them out, guys. Yeah, um, he says that he got it through Cool Film Club, which means it technically cost me around seven pound for a roll because you get two random rolls a month for around fourteen pounds. I've looked up the Vivitar on eBay, and it definitely falls within the cheap shots budget. So if you'll allow me the use of my free lens and cheap portrait this is my fashion entry um he said he goes on to say these shots were taken at walton hall near liverpool um at a networking event for photographers and models we managed to pick the day after the coldest night of the year to shoot at a derelict mansion <laughs> with no heating so as you can imagine things got a bit chilly 
Um, it really does sound like it. At least he says, at least shooting from the waist up, you couldn't see the hot water bottles piled on the model's feet to keep her from getting frostbite. Um, I'm happy to report that the cold weather didn't seem to negatively impact any of my analog gear. Oh, that's okay then. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, An underrated uh, benefit of plastic cameras is that they don't quite suck the warmth from your body like metal ones do in the winter. I suppose that is a good point. Yes. Um, Says the model here is a stunning Rebecca Clare. um, And she's at Rebecca Clare model on Instagram. If anybody wants to check her work out. He says the first shot is actually the first off the roll. Can't waste that portrait um and i rather like the effect of the partly burnt out bottom of the frame the second shot shows rebecca trying to stay warm while lit by some of the all too brief winter sunshine shining through an unfortunately broken window that did nothing to help keep the cold out (laughs) um p.s i promise to keep i promise to use a crap camera and cheapo film next time cheers from rory (laughs) Ah, great email very good sounds like a fun day to go out and just um yeah do that kind of event i have never um gone and gone to a model shoot because i mean i hear that you know about these things getting involved uh getting involved getting organized and camera clubs organizing model shoots and stuff like this but um i've never done it mm. you went off to italy rach because you always have to go one better and but it wasn't cold there <laughs> but there were no water bottles around feet there were there there were no hot water bottles there were definitely lots of water bottles around <laughs> <laughs> um but yes it was uh it was beautiful weather there we were uh very very lucky um i mean i I actually don't get to go to places like that for stuff that's really sort of like a fun thing, you know, for me, it was for, for, um, training obviously as well. Uh, but it was really brilliant to get to go and do something like that. So, uh, yeah, that was, um, that was something that I chose to invest in, um, to, um, help me grow in a bit of confidence and upskill a little bit and get the opportunity to go and shoot some styled, sets and and what have you as well so um that was brilliant and i know that they do a lot um as you say you know more maybe now in the uh, in the uk as well so um anybody can sort of like find them um and uh, and go along um there's one that i've come across called walter's wardrobe which was fa- which is fantastic but i haven't been able to save up the pennies to do that unfortunately that one's um, a little bit out of my price range at the moment um but it sounds like they do fantastic work so i don't know exactly which um uh, group this was obviously that rory's um worked with here but it sounds like a similar kind of setup where they've obviously t- found a cool lo- looking location and got some very nice models in to um to kind of you know um utilize the space and uh, give you a chance to practice and test things out and um you know get better is the idea yeah, no, they're great. And um, cracking pictures as well. Mm. I really love the first one, actually, the first one off the frame. Yeah. Um, just a really nice headshot. Um, just a great look. And, um, yeah, and the burning down the bottom, you know, it it, mm-hmm. it adds that little bit of, yeah, this is film and this is – and and the colours of the portrait um, in that picture with the, the light coming through there, that sort of cold winter light um, and, the, and the sort of the, the model's complexion and colour. I, I really like that. That's really worked. Yeah. It really works nicely. And the second one, nice window light as well. Um, at least yeah. she had a thick black faux fur on. I was going to say, <laughs> you can tell that, that you know, that at least uh, there's that blocking out all of that chilliness. <laughs> Phew. Yeah, yeah, and great light coming through the window there on that one. Yeah, thank lovely you, Rory. Lovely to hear from you. Yes, thank you very much, Roy. This second one, very different from um, Rory's glamorous model shots. It comes from Mark Prestige. Uh, Mark writes in, Hi, Sunnies. Please see my attached entry into the Cheap Shots Challenge. 
It is a photo of a lost hat waiting to be reunited with its owner along Margate Beach on a very cold, wet and windy afternoon. It's definitely a theme. <laughs> yeah, also British, cold, wet, windy winter mm-hmm. afternoon. It was shot on a temperamental Pentax MV given to me by my father, who was given it by a friend of his who had heard that his son was interested in photography (laughs) and had this hanging about. The film is expired Fuji 800. I have no idea how old it was, but looking at the picture, (laughs) I think it was old. (laughs) Really enjoying the shows and hope to see you all on the 16th. Cheers, Mark. Lovely stuff. Um, Yes, so... uh, Oh, this, yes. this picture it's very different very different um it, it is a lonely woolly hat sat looking out um wistfully over margate beach uh quite a poignant scene isn't it um the film sorry. is yes sorry i was just having a little coffee but there was that did i mute okay Yes, you did great. Until I just ruined the whole effect by checking. (laughs) It's the first time, guys. I'm ever so sorry, listeners. Uh, Please, please forgive me. Um, Yes, it is quite a um, melancholic scene. Would that be the correct word? Yeah. Yeah. I think I think the film because the film has got really muted. It's it's not unpleasant, but it's very mm-hmm. muted um, and quite kind of washed out tones in its old age. Um, and I think that just really suits the kind of sadness of the scene. I think it was bright and vibrant. It might not have been, but this is quite a sad, uh, a sad, hat. sad fashion. <laughs> it's a sad hat, um, and I would love to. Yeah, poor sad hat. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> poor sad hat. What a great and unusual take on. Um, uh, on fashion, um, but also the yeah, nice picture they, for that film has still managed to get some really good detail in it as well, even on old Fuji 800 film. Well done, Phil. Well done, oh. Phil, on being just so great. We yeah. love that. And well done, Mark. Love that picture. The next mm. one, Rachel, say this next one from very much friend of the show and recent awesome, wonderful guest on the Sunny 16 podcast. Yes, that's right. Yes. This is from our lovely uh, JM Golding, who says, Hi, Sunbeams. I'm attaching uh, my entries for the Fashion Cheap Shots Challenge made with my Holger 120S on Ultrafine Extreme 400 film. To make something even a little close to the kind of photographs I like to make, I decided to interpret the assignment of fashion to mean hiking clothes. <laughs> I think I think that seems fair. I mean, hiking clothes Absolutely. can be fashion, right? Um, she, uh, she goes on to say, it seems to me that fashion photography pulls for fashion writing um, and that fashion writing and artist statement are just not the same thing. I couldn't get past that. I didn't get very far with fashion writing. Um, okay, so she's put here, Cameron enjoys the trail wearing the latest in hiking fashion. Boots custom made by Kevin Leahy. Leahy created these boots especially for our model of the finest Spanish leather in the venerated style of oh, uh, Tyrolean, thank you, mountaineering boots. Cameron's boots are complemented by trendy new smart wool socks. Stylish plus fours by boutique California bicycle maker Rivendell complete the ensemble. At least the part of the ensemble that's visible in these photos. <laughs> yes. Can I can I read the rest of the article? Because <laughs> it's nonsense, and I feel like that really is my field of expertise. <laughs> um, so so JM goes on to say, on the artist statement side, fashion photography is definitely not part of my art practice. In desperation, I adapted artist statements generated by Artie Bollocks. So buckle up, everybody. <laughs> 
This work explores the relationship between the body and midlife subcultures, with influences as diverse as Frida Kahlo and Henry David Thoreau, new insights are created from both mundane and transcendent meanings. Ever since I was a teenager, I have been fascinated by the theoretical limits of the universe. This led naturally to an exploration that began at the accessible edges of wild space. What starts out as vision is soon finessed into a tragedy of environmental degradation, leaving only a sense of unreality and the dawn of a new understanding. As momentary derivatives become reconfigured through diligent and critical practice, the viewer is left with an insight into the edges of our world. Enjoy and keep up the great work. <laughs> Wishing you good light, JM. <laughs> Yay! Oh. We love bollocks. We love bollocks. <laughs> oh, we love our great. listeners. That is so much fun. Thank you, JM. I really appreciate fantastic. it. Let's have a look Thank at the shots, so shall we? Yes, let's see what that little Holger has done. <laughs> it's it's fantastic. I mean, these boots made of Tyrolean leather. I mean, yeah. those are some. <laughs> these are great. Just, I really like uh, these. I do. I really like them. They're so funny. Just they are, big yeah, they boots. Are just big boots. Feet. Just f feet from the waist down. Uh, it, it, it's As I didn't mention this at the beginning, there will be a link in the show notes, listeners, for you to look at all of these photos, which is why we're not going to try and describe them in great depth. But imagine, imagine what you would think was a fairly sort of. Um, Typical is the wrong word, but it's the one I can grab to a sort of quality JM Golding, beautiful black and white photo of landscape. But, but there's a pair of feet and legs in them, uh, and it looks great. Uh, they are wonderful. I'm, I'm a big fan Thank of those. Thank you so much That's for great. sending them in. That's brilliant. Indeed. Indeed. So, do you want uh, to take the next one from Joseph Baker then? <clears throat> uh, I will do. I will do. So, Joe Baker writes in. Dear Sunbeams, please find my cheap shot challenge entries attached. These photos were made with a Practica BMS SLR, less than £5 for an online auction site, and cheapo Fomapan 200 film, push processed in Rodinal. Uh, one is a print where I wrote on the paper with a pigment marker before exposing Ooh. it. That's quite cool. Yeah. Before exposing it, that is very... Oh, okay, so we made the print and then... okay. I mean, they're still very cool. In that case, oh, sorry. In case that is cheating, I also submit a scan as negative. Definitely not cheating. We know making your prints look all Yeah. What's a pigment marker, Rachel? I don't think I know what that is. Um, does it not mean like a sharpie? I don't know. I don't know. If it, if it means a sharpie, write sharpie. I'm so if a sorry. pigment marker maybe, is a sharpie. Yeah, maybe. That's all maybe right. Maybe it's something but, completely different and I'm being really ignorant. I'm ever so sorry if I am, Joe. <laughs> I, I very much doubt he cares that much. Um, as requested, I've also included something in the way of an artist statement. In case you're having a bad reading day, I think he's expecting Matthew uh, might be on here. I've also attached it in MP3 format. You know what, Rach? I think we should just slot the MP3 in here, don't you? Sounds good to me. To paraphrase Coco Chanel, a photographer should be two things, classy and fabulous. Self-love being a driving force of the fashion world, it was natural for me to make a self-portrait. Yet the clothes make the man, and in dressing up we become visions of ourselves. This ensemble was meant to present a neo-punk interpretation of the modern gentleman, elegant and refined, yet in touch with the emotional heartbeat of the city and the soul of the country. Blinded by the spotlight, the flash, the radiant truth that is beauty, as it says on one version of my picture, when words fail, 
passion speaks the language of desire. Thank you very much for that, Joe. Uh, a wonderful artist statement. Um, should we have a quick look at these pictures, Rach, that uh, Joe sent in to see if they really back up the artist statement that goes with it? Uh, yes, definitely. If you, if you quite finish choking. I'm sorry. I'm ever so sorry. <laughs> it wasn't quite as bad as this till I started talking. Um, <laughs> yes, Joe's. Ah, oh, I see. Here we go. Oh, gosh, I've gone a bit lightheaded. Um, oh, yeah, brilliant. So there's one that's called Fashion Print and there's one that's called Fashion Scan. Ah. Yeah, so, I mean, they're both the same picture, but yeah. let, let's look at the Fashion Print because this is the one where he's gone all out yeah. on this and because um, they're both the same picture. So, uh, it's again, it's another headshot, uh, this time of Joe himself. I think it's a self-portrait. Uh, it's kind of an edgy... Um, sort of scar look going on here. Would yeah. definitely say that's kind yeah, of right? Yeah, I think that that's where we're going with it. It's definitely... I don't know if that's a pork pie hat or not. Is that a pork pie hat? No, I think that's a bowler. Yeah. A bowler Yeah, hat. not a pork pie. Yeah, I really like it. It's very... Um, yeah, I mean, let's guess scar or um, pop art. Pop Punk. art? Yeah, maybe? pop art, yeah. yeah. It's very cool, and Joe's written over it, and yeah, it's just cool. It's really good. It's a picture you need to see to really appreciate. Really nice black and white yeah. print, um, very sort of contrasty, really cool, and as you said, Rach, very pop arty yeah. in the writing on it. When words fail, passion speaks the language of desire, and it's a picture of Joe. <laughs> which, I mean, for irony alone, that definitely gets points oh, from me. It's pretty so. cool. I like it. He does look very cool. He does look very cool. And, and, you know, and it's one of those things, we, you know, we talk about the value of darkroom prints and stuff. The straight negative scan, that's a nice mm. picture, but the work that he did with it, um, both in the way that the print was created, you know, using the toning and stuff like that, and the writing has really elevated Definitely. that picture to, to something else. Yeah. And he's uh, using some filters really on that, that and things as well by the looks of things because contrast is higher on the yeah. print than on the original scan and things. So, yeah, he's, um, he's used creativity in a really interesting way there, something different. Yeah. Again. Yeah, absolutely. I love the fact because I wasn't sure whether this was the thing he coloured in because he's wearing glasses and on the print, obviously, his the, the lenses in the glass is completely white. I was like, oh, did he colour those in with the um, pigment marker? Mm. It's like, no. <laughs> that, that's also how they are in the negatives. He obviously cuts out some paper and stuck it over his glasses. I approve Amazing. of everything, Joe. <laughs> it's just fantastic. Um, um, <clears throat> fantastic stuff. Uh, this last one this week is from Juan Alatore. Juan writes in, Hello, Sunnies. Attached on my entries for the Cheap Shot Challenge. I may not meet the brief with these images as they were shot on a Leica 3C on Lomo 400 film. Oof. I did, however, buy this camera at a thrift store for $20 oh US. My God. Well done, Juan. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. It came with a 13.5 centimeter nickel lens and a five centimeter Sumatra lens. Good grief. Um, then listen, we might be jealous, but enough respect. Yeah. We, oh, I love to hear about people getting a great deal. That's fantastic. Well done. Yeah. I know that. Yeah, well done. I know there was a bit of dispute slash discussion on what cheap camera actually means. So I'm okay with my images not being accepted. Oh, they definitely are. You got your you got your camera cheap. No no shade being thrown there. But if they are, these images were taken on rodeo rodeo <laughs> rodeo drive. Like, I don't know why I said rodeo. <laughs> this ain't my first rodeo. It's like Beverly Hills, California. <laughs> what was it? Yeah. What was it? Um, was it Matt said the other week, or was it Eric? <laughs> oh, Eric. Oh, gosh. That made me laugh a lot. 
time. Yes, bless his cotton socks. Yeah, reading reading emails, not as easy as you think when you're on the go, especially as we never read these before. It's really, <laughs> so it's just, quite yeah. tough, like sight reading. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. I've, I view it very much as a physical challenge. Um, on a little detour to my annual trip to the LA Auto Show with my brothers. These were window displays at one of the many very high-end designer stores. I didn't bother to look at which designer store it was, as I would never be able to afford to simply walk into one of these boutiques. Well, there you go. Thank you for your time and consideration. And you can find me on Instagram at juan.alatorre.photo. So that's um, J-U-A-N dot A-L-A-T-O-R-R-E dot photo. Uh, So check Juan's work out because Juan Alatorre it's just a fun name to say. <laughs> I, I just love that. Please write in more and give me more excuses. Also, Juan, um, you've got a liker. They don't let you in. They go, oh, this, this man has a liker. <laughs> he true. must have money. Just flash that this at them. True. It will all be fine. <laughs> yes, exactly. So um, have you ever been to Rodeo Drive in California, Rach? Is that a kind of place you go to do your shopping? Oh, yeah, of course. Only the best for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. That was, my, that, was, that was Rodeo Drive calling. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, your your next fashion delivery is ready. So, um, couple of cool pictures of window displays. Yeah, awesome. I mean, this is you can tell this is fashion because it looks absolutely bonkers. The one is of like this family photo of mannequins. It's um, so good. The two children, one of them has a bear's head, and the other one has a cat's head. Uh, Very cute. <laughs> it's very cute, yeah. Um, the, the fashion is pretty much as weird. I mean, the the the, the man the man mannequins, mon man mannequins, yep, um, are wearing kind of just suit. I mean, they look like Pee Wee Herman suits, um, and the women mannequins are wearing all sorts of weird stuff. I don't know what's going on. Mm. It feels <laughs> quite Abigail's party. The fashion in that. I'll, I'll take your word for okay. it. Okay. This is. This is the clearest example we've had yet of, oh, yeah, I don't, uh, like, high fashion is as alien to me as could possibly be, um, oh, but I love it. And, uh, yeah, cool. very cool pictures. Yeah, really good, really good. Yeah, love it. Thank you very much for that glimpse into a world where not only would we not be allowed, but also we very much do not belong. Um, another cool. lovely crop of pictures this week. <laughs> I'm really impressed by how many entries we're getting for the fashion round. Uh, This is fantastic. How are your pictures coming along, Rach? Oh, superb. (laughs) (laughs) Have you put put any film in your camera yet? Yeah, I have film in the camera. Good. You and I on the same level there, then that's fantastic. (laughs) I I haven't asked Dave, um, but, you know, know, he's doing really well. I'm sure he is. Taking pictures. Taking, taking pictures of people is more his thing, so and I reckon he might do quite well at yeah, this. I'm, um, I think he will. Yeah. We'll see. I think this might be, yeah, his his forte, and uh, he's just being quiet on purpose to lull us into a false sense of security that he's not done anything. <laughs> um, yeah. When, yeah. So this is all going to come crashing down around our ears, but never mind. We'll give it a go. Never mind. Yeah, I mean, what else can we do, Rach? It's just, it's just not our strong suit. I've got, um, it's half term, so I've actually got my boys with me for a couple of weeks. Thinking, well, you know, I could make them do something. <laughs> but, you know, they're both stuff. heading. <laughs> they're both heading into that kind of early, not quite teens yeah. stage of their life. Tweens. Honestly, photo, photo, yeah, tweens, photogenic. They <laughs> less so than they once were. Bless their cotton socks. Um, I very much upset my twelve-year-old. Okay. Your moustache is really filling out. He does not find that amusing at all. 
<laughs> I'm a mean dad. I'm a mean dad. Yeah. Should we move on, yes, move on to the rest of the email <laughs> this week, Rach? Um, yeah. Do you want to take this first one, Rach? Yeah, it says, from Nick Lyle from. Hey, Graham. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, Nick says, Hey, Graham, the first time you mentioned your little problem, hang on. <laughs> I should probably read this a bit further before I commit to reading this out live. Um, did you mean to post this one in here? <laughs> uh, hey, Graham, the first time you mentioned your little problem with having too many half-shot films languishing in too many cameras. Oh, it's okay, I can breathe again. Um, I realised that I suffer from the same condition. At that time, I went through my many cameras hidden away in many drawers and discovered around 16 with partially shot rolls in a wide variety nice. of formats and emulsions. I realized that if I didn't correct this tendency, I would eventually reach the point where every single one of my cameras had some random film clogging it up. My solution was to create a table showing each format and emulsion and listing the cameras and film holders that are currently loaded with each. Now I check this table before loading film into yet another camera and find that I have been able to reduce the number of loaded cameras steadily. I believe I am down to about eight at the moment. That's about what you've got, isn't it, Graham, I think? Oh, I'm about I'm about 13 oh at the moment. Okay. So. Um, I check the list whenever I set out on a, sh a photo excursion and often pack one of the half-shot cameras instead of loading up yet another one. Thanks to all you Sunbeams for the cheerful podcasts. They make my work days much more fun than they would be otherwise. Ah, thanks, Nick. Um, yeah, wow, 16. To be fair, <clears throat> I think my problem is that I shoot this all this stuff and then it sits on the shelf and just it never gets to the processing part <laughs> and if it manages at some point to get to the processing part then the scanning part is where it all totally falls down so um yeah I can't talk basically I don't have anywhere near as many though I actually think I only have one camera oh no I finished it off actually um the other day yes I had one camera which or which had film a half shot roll of film in but I opened it up, exposed the pack by accident, um, uh, shut it up, and then finished off the roll. So that one is now done. Um, so I currently don't have any cameras loaded up with half a roll of film, oh which is pretty God. good. Really? Yeah, because I finished off one from um, the photo walk, which we'll chat about later, um, today, this morning, so I could put one roll of film in for the birthday party that I went to, and I've finished that because it was only a 24 frame roll so i uh, i managed to get through that because i wanted to test out my new camera so look at me go when when i'll get around to processing them is an entirely different matter i mean the, the birthday boy might well be like eight by that time <laughs> by the time we find the first birthday party uh, photos but yeah so uh well done nick it sounds like you've got a pretty good system there maybe that's something would work for you graham do you think yeah, I need to do something with it. I am trying to work through my backlog and get two kind of films here at the moment. Um, I did finish up a roll last week, and I'm currently trying to finish the roll of film that is in uh, my um, Kiev 4A, the rangefinder, mm -hmm. the Phantom <laughs> Phantom uh, glasses scratcher. Um, I made a few mistakes with that. You know, when it's when you try to shoot in low light, you really ought to double check whether you're on f2 or on f22 because. <laughs> Uh, that can be a problem if you get that wrong. So definitely have a few blank rolls yeah. in there. Um, but yeah, I, so I am trying to work through them all. The problem is you like pick up a camera and go, 
I really want to <laughs> shoot with this. And you load some film in, and then you go and take maybe one or two pictures, and then you put it down. And then some other camera people go, oh, I'm not. I really want to shoot with this. Um, but no, I really like uh, Nick's I'm really um, Nick. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, no, no, it's just yeah, saying, uh, Nick, um, one half of the Homemade Camera podcast, which is a fantastic podcast. If you have any interest or uh, are at all handy, um, Nick and Graham make a wonderful podcast. It comes, I think it's fortnightly. Um, they just talk about what goes, you know, they, they make, as the name suggests, a lot of homemade cameras, but they talk about what goes into it. It's really worth listening to. They really know their stuff. They are also the people who threw down the challenge of uh, making scammers great again. And I would say that they've largely failed. Um, <laughs> all evidence that I have seen is that they have not succeeded. Uh, if, if they would like to dispute that, I would love to see some evidence, but I think Nick basically went, oh, no, I like my scammer the way it is. It seems fine. Uh, and Graham just kind of took his apart, went, well, I've learned something from this. <laughs> and now I'll throw it in the bin. Um, so I'm going to say that I would like both of them to come out publicly say, no, it's the hammer for these cameras <laughs> and um, move on from there. Unless they can prove evidence otherwise. Um, you know, our, our listeners need to know whether they should be trying to rescue these cameras or hit them with a hammer. And the answer is hit them with a hammer. So... Um, Thank you very much for writing in, Nick. Sorry, Rach, what were you saying before I so rudely interrupted? No, no, it's totally fine. I was just thinking um, along the lines of you put some film in the camera and obviously it ends up getting left half half shot. Um, I always wonder, like, how Hamish does his, like, five frames with <laughs> um, kind of post. Uh, because I'm like, wow, you know, how, how do these people get through the, the film so <laughs> so quick <clears throat> i'm so sorry my voice is totally going <clears throat> sorry hang on i'll be back well listeners whilst rachel's just going away <laughs> choking herself to death, i would like to say i was listening to the film photography podcast just this week and uh, i think it might have been the christmas episode i was listening to because i'm all i've listened to more recent ones but i kind of got a backlog and they were talking uh on the I think Mark in particular was talking about the fact that he often makes uh, 12 exposure rolls of films. So he can just fire them in there. He just cuts films up and slings them in. So maybe that's an idea. Uh, oh, you're back. You're ah, choking. That makes sense. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. So sorry about that. Um, it's because I have to go from one tab to the other <laughs> to actually mute at the moment with this uh, instead. So, uh, yeah, it, apologies. It took me a moment to, to sort that out. But, yes, that does make sense. Yeah. I just thought it was really impressive that they managed to, to do it so quickly. Yeah, really it, cool. it is a thing that I think I ought to do. It, it's wasteful to cut film down into very short lengths because you always have a leader and a bit at the end. But that said, mm. I have enough film and I could probably yeah. be more wasteful with it and I'd certainly get more through. Um, I think it's probably more of an issue doing that. Yeah, exactly. I think that way is probably less effective um, if you aren't developing at home. Because I think I think it was Mark Dalzell, mm. Mark Dalzell that was talking about doing this, and he developed all his stuff at home, color and black and white. But if you're sending mm -hmm. it off to a lab, you're going to be paying the same for a 12 exposure roll as you are for a 36 exposure yeah. roll, and that yeah. that makes sense. Makes yeah. no sense. Yeah. Okay, cool. Well, um, it's a system that works for Nick and obviously might work for some of our listeners if they have if they suffer from the same condition yes. as well. <laughs> Need to do so to keep track of it. Okay. okay. This... So do you want to take Fraser? Yes, then? I will do. So Fraser Yule writes in. 
Uh, th- I mean, it starts off badly, Rachel, but I think this is, this is particularly addressing last week's show. So uh, <laughs> that's why it starts off, boys, 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 <laughs> I'm ready for a good time, <laughs> boys. Um, that's, uh, look it up, kids. That's a song from the 80s, probably. Is it Sunita? Yeah. I think it was Sunita. Oh, God, All, no, all I seen... remember is that that lady had fairly massive breasts. Um, anyway, what can I say? Absolute respect for keeping that show on the road today. I take it all back, Graham. You don't need lessons. Excellent job keeping keeping the Danger Boys in the real world and within the realms of sanity. They are mad, period. I can't argue with that. Hang on. Did you? Did you really keep them within the realms? I did I'm my sure. best. <laughs> I did my best. I can't begin to think what life will be like for them in the tanks. If they don't drive each other madder than they already are, then the chemicals might, or the noise of a generator in what must be a massive echo chamber certainly will. That's a very good point I had not thought of, and I very much doubt they have either. I had not thought about that either until I just read this email and went, oh, yeah, that's a very good point. They make my efforts at photography look positively lame. I have to hand it to you. I don't know how you both kept it together on that show. Even (laughs) having a go, that was funny. Top marks for a thoroughly entertaining podcast. Keep up the good work. Looking forward to the results of Tanky. I'm going to keep my eye on the news, though. I'm worried the Danger Boys might cause a huge bang in that tank. Uh, Oh, I'll be disappointed if the Sunnies don't wear white lab coat at the photo show in March. <laughs> flavor, flavor, accessories, <laughs> optional ofs. Cheers from Fraser Yule, Snappy Muck Snap Face. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, one of the things that made me really laugh was when we were ta- when you were talking about that, um, and I, I can't remember who it was who went. Just so you know, it's tanky spelt with a Y, not an IE. Like, make it more professional. And oh, I love that so much. Thank you. It made me laugh. It was a lot. great. I do uh, think. I'm really sad that I missed it, but oh my goodness. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was super entertaining to listen to. So thank um, you. We had some uh, good and entertaining feedback regarding that show. It was like because I think that was the first time Simon had learned the news that, that their GoFundMe was called. Thank you, Mark. Incidentally, listeners, the next day when I was putting the show notes together, um, I, I googled "Tanky Muck One Shot," and the first thing that came up was an erotica blog, which was exactly. Oh what I my said. goodness! Um, so that was pretty great. Uh, also, great had a bit of great feedback from um, uh, Slavic Carvas on Twitter saying, um, "Listen, uh, Sunbeams, I didn't think you were going to use all of the coffee money to buy LSD to give to your guests." Uh, <laughs> and, Sorry. Uh, and um, yes, Jeremy also uh, <laughs> making comment of the fact that uh, they were all over the map. But uh, yes, great fun. Um, it, it was uh, those guys. Just to clarify, we, we don't buy that kind no, of stuff no. for our guests. No. Just, you know, putting that uh, out there. And also <laughs> what listeners won't know, thank goodness, um, but because... So you're going to tell them now? It's fine. Um, But because, you know, because thankfully it didn't come through on the recording. But when we were actually recording, because of the way that this new thing that we're trying, uh, very much trying, we're not sure we're going to keep it works, um, we could barely understand a word Simon was saying. um, Because although his audio was recording fine at his end, because of all the stuff it was shoving up and down the internet, it was garbled almost 
unrecognition, Aaron. So if you imagine what was coming out of his mouth, but garbled, and we were having to try and interpret that. Well, <laughs> uh, and hold a conversation. Uh, an interesting challenge. Well done. It certainly was. It certainly <laughs> was. Um, so, yes, but thank you very much to those guys. And, um, yeah, do check out their GoFundMe. Um, uh, I think they're starting to get some money there. It's fantastic, and it's going to be great. And as Fraser said, keep an eye on the news um, just in case they blow themselves sky high. Um, yeah. It actually leads us in quite nicely to the next email, doesn't it? It certainly does. Do you want to read this one, Rach? Yeah, so this is from Andrew Wormsley, who um, who actually I went and did um, an interview. I appeared on his um, podcast as a guest um, in, ooh, episode, hmm, hold on, 15. There we go. Yes, thank you. I was just uh, rechecking my, uh, my facts there. Yeah, episode 15, I went and did um, a little interview with Andrew. And uh, it, it was it was delightful to chat to him. Really lovely. Um just so you know, he is the flogger, um, which is phlogger.co.uk. So you can find his podcast there. Anyway, so on the subject of podcasting, and um, uh, obviously he'd been listening to our show and we were chatting about um, Zencaster. He says, hey, guys, I was listening to Backing Paper about the money issue. You mentioned using Zencaster. I have to warn you, it doesn't work on iOS, but worse than anything, it suffers with audio slip. Happened two out of three times with me. I had to manually edit minute by minute because of this and spent hours. So look at look up um, Zencaster audio slip. Um, I'm happy to send over examples unless they fix it. Don't bother. So um, Andrew is definitely um, obviously has tried it and had some issues with it. And I know obviously from our conversations, Graham, that you've had some difficulties too. Like you say, it's great in the the audio sounds lovely and crystal clear, um, <clears throat> but I know that you were up editing until two or three in the morning for the first time round. And then this next one, I kept saying, oh, when can I have a quick listen? You know, have you managed to, because we have a, a shared drive that we we obviously are able to um, check out the show before it before it goes up in case you've not been there um and you want to just make sure <laughs> um and uh yeah i i got messages back from you saying yes I'm, I'm working on it but um simon's all over the shop because i can't hear him properly and uh yeah it sounds like the audio slip part of it is it's obviously it's difficult um and it's meaning quite a lot of extra work um for you at the edit end yeah a little bit and also just i mean to be fair by getting the Danger Boys on, we did basically test it to destruction. Um, it's like, well, okay, what if we use this thing, have to deal with the problem of audio slipping, which um, for people who don't understand what that is, and I didn't before last week, that's where the tracks get out of line with each other. Um, so that combined with uh, Simon in particular, who is always out of line with everybody anyway and talking in his own conversational meter. <laughs> so it was it was a fun challenge, nearly all back together. But, you know, it keeps me on my toes, Rach. So mm, that's good. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's also uh, it's a good point because we have to try a few of these things out. So at the moment we were using the free uh, trial to do this and see how it worked before we invested the coffee money that people have uh, so generously donated so we want to make sure that we're actually using it for the right thing absolutely absolutely um a quick one here um we got a fantastic picture sent thing from alistair dougal or was it dougal rich i can never remember <laughs> <laughs> yes i called him alistair dougal um to be fair i don't think we've had confirmation either way <laughs> so you know i could be correct 
yeah you you might be you might well be um well let us know alistair anyway he, he just sent an email saying i saw this and i thought of you guys by the way ophelia was so happy to hear her photos had been discussed thanks and all the best from alistair um ophelia obviously sent in those fantastic pictures of the cricketers last week because alistair is over yes exactly yeah. um alistair is over in australia and in australia they have something called Sunny 16 Film. And Alistair sent off this picture <laughs> of this bin of spent film cartridges and right on the top of it was Sunny 16 Film, which is awesome. So thank you very much for thinking of us, Alistair. Much appreciated. Um, uh, shall I tackle this last one, Rach, from, from yes. Jeremy, just in case there's any on-the-fly editing that's needed? Not that there ever would be, but um, <laughs> I have red pen this already. This is <laughs> the, make... the real Jeremy, yes. This is the real Jeremy. Uh, the email titled from the sublime to the effing ridiculous oh was this was this a subject line that was a subject line um sunny's <laughs> uh, jim jimmy and jiminy cricket what a week of contrast an amazing backing paper followed by a very strange sunny 16 my twitter comment on the latter should suffice very much so i think it was fair it was a slightly bonkers show apart from eric's obvious confusion when presented with plain english Perhaps his near-death experience affected his ability to read. Or was he trying to emulate our Aussie friends? Or <laughs> still the slams for Matthew Cumming? The backing paper episode was lovely. Aside from the controversy I seem to have created on Twitter. By the way, you should thank me for that, as I scored you a couple <laughs> of of rolls of ectochrome, thanks to some benefactor who coughed up around 90 quid in response. Well done, him. In future, if there's a freebie you'd like, just get me to kick off on Twitter and let's make it happen. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's brilliant thank you Jeremy that's a wonderful service you're providing yeah um, I think actually it was Kelvin who we should thank <laughs> for the ectochrome uh, as the benefactor <laughs> the coffee bit was great well I'm sure you must have wondered about our, about reading out a list of names I think it came across as a lovely recognition of you genuinely being overwhelmed that's one of those worms <laughs> one of those worms <laughs> one oh, of those nice. worms <laughs> <laughs> one of those words which has been baffled one can be overwhelmed and underwhelmed but can one be whelmed i don't know uh, by the generosity of your public it was so good to hear those names who otherwise just pop up on twitter comments when you announced the coffee thing a week ago i wondered why you chose that over patreon then of course the penny dropped ko-fi is just one letter away from your approach to photography I think he's insinuating that uh, my approach is quite lo-fi. <laughs> Which I, I mean, you, Graham, I think that's just us in general. To be fair, yeah, yeah, definitely <laughs> yep. is. Um, Let's celebrate that. <laughs> exactly. Re the meetup in March. What's the plan for the after show? Is it to head into Brum or to hang around the NEC? It would help me to know for making my train travel plans. Speaking of the photography show, it's great to see Rachel's name in lights. I had an email from them announcing her involvement for one day only on <laughs> Saturday the 16th. What a coincidence. To quote the Lego movie, everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. He didn't add that bit, but that was for you didn't. guys. Yeah. Um, oh, thanks. Especially you guys love Jeremy. Um mm. So many things in there. Um, first off, just uh, thank you as always, Jeremy. Uh, it's always a great week when we get an email from Jeremy. I always <laughs> look forward to them. Um, and thank you very much for the feedback on the coffee list last week because it was a, it was a long list, and we have a, a, a not not short list this week, not as long as last week's, but people have a, a continued 
to be um, honestly quite staggeringly wonderful. And so we have more people to thank this week. Um, the meetup in Brum. We, I think the plan is that we are going to be going to somewhere that is pretty close to the NEC, isn't it, Rich? I don't know if it's actually at the NEC, but yeah. it's very close to. I believe it's on the the kind of same ballpark, shall we say, like within the area. Um, it might be a slightly different building, but yeah, within the, the general vicinity of the NEC. That's yes. the plan, as far as I know. Yeah. And um, so, yes, uh, I... I cannot remember. I know there's been talk about this. When we have got proper confirmation, we will absolutely let you know and we will do so as quickly as possible. In fact, I will make a point of chasing up um, Hamish about that this week. As to what time it will be and finish and that kind of thing. So so that people can make their, their train plans and things. Yes, absolutely. But hopefully there'll be quite a few people there with cars and stuff like that. So I'm sure lifts and stuff will abound if help is needed. Um, But we're very much looking forward to seeing you there, Jeremy. Um, well, this seems like a good way of following on, thanks to Jeremy's very helpful lead on, Rach. What, <laughs> what is this we hear about you actually being involved in the photography show? I know, right? So exciting. I'm so happy to be able to say that, yes, um, I've managed to elbow my way in um, <laughs> to the photography show. They, they've, uh, I'm only joking, they very kindly have asked um, me to come along and do some demos for them. So I'm going to be doing it as a pop-up uh, cyanotype demonstration on, as as uh, Jeremy says, for what for one night only, <laughs> for one day only on Saturday the 16th, um, which happens to be Anna Atkins's 220th birthday as well, which is a wonderful way of marking her birthday. So Anna Atkins was the um, uh, photographic pioneer who basically used cyanotype process um, to create one of if not the first photographic book um she uh learned uh, about the process from her father and her father's friend um and basically it's a really wonderful way of kind of marking what she did and the fact that it's her her birthday um with and um, with using the cyanotype process and introducing it hopefully to other people so um i'm hopefully going to be doing that as a some kind of pop-up we're not entirely sure of the structure itself or how that's going to work but i'll be there at in some way, shape, or form, on the um, trade show floor, um, delivering some demonstrations uh, with the you know coating the chemistry, uh, coating the paper, and what have you. And I'm I'm very also very pleased to announce that um, Leah Elm um, is going to be uh, assisting me. So uh, she'll be there as a as my assistant, which is fantastic. And Rose Teamby from the RPS will be uh, delivering a fantastic, I'm sure it's going to be wonderful, um, presentation on Anna from a more historical pro- um, perspective uh, in the afternoon. So she'll be joining me for the uh, half past two to half past four session. So I'm going to be doing two sessions. The first one, uh, I've asked if I could do it from half past 12 till half past one, uh, which will mean that it will give me at least an hour of the analog um, mega analog meetup is that right what, yes. what how did you how did you phrase it Graham? excellent for the mega analog meetup um uh the sunny 16 in partnership with 35 mmc um mega analog meetup which will be at 11 o'clock that'll give me an hour to see you guys and and have a little chat before i dash off um get set up uh, and start doing the pres- uh, the demonstration from half past 12 till half past one and then a little break for lunch and then i'll be back 
to deliver the afternoon session along with Rose um, and her amazing presentation. And that will be from half past two to half past four. Sounds fantastic, Rach. I'm very uh, excited. We will be, all be there and supporting yes. you. Um, oh, um, yeah, I should have said, actually, I um, uh, it's part of the Women Who Photo campaign, uh, which is something that the Photography Show have um, been initiated this year specifically. So if you uh, have a little look on Twitter or what have you, uh, under the hashtag Women Who Photo, um, I'm sure you'll be able to find other bits and pieces that will be coming up as part of that as well. Um, they have a panel of female photographers who are going to be speaking and they also, as part of that, have an exhibition of their work. So there'll be a mini exhibition of uh, the female uh, photographer's work and their panel. And obviously I'll be doing the um, cyanotype demos on the Saturday too, which will be lovely. Um, and funnily enough, um, I, for some reason, didn't get this email. I think maybe it went in my junk mail or something, but I had several messages from people this, this week going, oh my God, um, I've just seen that you're top of the like mail shot from, uh, from the photography show. So I think that might have been what Jeremy was talking about as well. Um, just saying... Uh, it's time to start thinking about your trip to the NEC and the photography show. And here's some snippets of info to get you organized and just letting you know about other bits of pieces, seminars and activities lined up. And it says pop-up cyanotype workshops from apparently analog aficionado, <laughs> me, <laughs> um, on the Saturday. So uh, there's there's going to be loads of other lovely stuff happening there. So uh, really excited to see everybody. And yes, please come along and um, yeah, and see me and, and, uh, yeah, it'd be it'd be fantastic if we get a chance to do a few demos with you all. That'd be fab. Yeah, that's brilliant, Rach. It's really cool. Just another thing to draw people to come and um, see the show and catch up with us all. Um, yep. There's quite a few people now who have signed up on photowalks.me uh, to come along. Walk, I think photowalk.me. <clears throat> what, what did I say? Photowalks. I think oh, you mentioned yes. this. It's okay. Yeah. I think it's just without the S in case people are trying to find it. Um, photowalk.me, I think. Sorry. Yes. To- no, you're quite right because there is a photowalks.me and uh, mm. that is in New York, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <Which is> not, <laughs> not the same thing at all. Um, so thank you for that. Um, so, yeah, you know, it, it's going to be really good fun. Um, there are going to be so many people there. I'm just really looking forward to catching up with all the people who are coming along. As we've mentioned before, going to the guys at um, Intrepid, which I'm really looking forward to, seeing the Enlarger. Um, I'm really looking forward. I, we mentioned before that Ilford are going to be there on the, I think it's the In Focus stand, and it looks very much like it's going to be Michelle that's going to be there, which is oh. wonderful. Yeah. No, no offense to Matt, but if we had to make a choice between Matt and Michelle, it was always going to be Michelle, wasn't it? Because we love Michelle. So I'm very oh, excited. Oh, gosh, you can't say that. We can't pick favorites, <laughs> but it might be Michelle. Um, <laughs> well, Matt's going to be there. On, yeah, I think Matt's going to be on there on the Sunday because I think they're taking in turns on different days. So hopefully I'll be able to catch up with Matt as well because I think I'm going to pop in on Sunday for a bit as well. Um, and uh yeah just gonna be great there's a lot of really fun people going it's going to be a good time uh and it'll just be a nice it's just nice to see so much analog stuff going on there um the fact that uh, we don't know we mentioned but jeremy's gonna be there Anil's <laughs> gonna be there it's gonna be wonderful um oh yeah it's gonna be a real real time <laughs> you do not want to miss out on this because I, I cannot i can't see there being um, another get together like this in the UK this year. Although um, there is, oh, and I, I, I should have found this information, but there is a um, film photography Piedella. I 
definitely pronouncing that word incorrectly um, going along. I think it's over in California. Uh, I know that it's got some some of our friends uh, and people who I very much look up to and respect going there. I know Mike Padua is going to be there. I know Michael Rasso from the Film Photography Project is going to be there. I think Christine Bartolucci is going to be there along with other people as well. I'm really sorry I haven't got this information in front of me. But um, do check out the... Uh, feed the output of any of those three people because i know that they are all in attendance doing stuff there and it sounds like it's going to be a great event um i said i think it's called the film photography piadella i'm that's definitely not the right way i will find I out and i'll put a link <laughs> it's also definitely not there but i'll put a, a link in the show notes for that um so do check that out if that is your neck of the woods because it sounds amazing and i wish i was close that? enough to go to mm-hmm. Where, where's that going to be did you say it's in, I think it's in Southern California, oh, I okay. think, somewhere around there, quite a long way yeah, away. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Other things this week that we just want to quickly mention. Um, the first one is an Indiegogo project, which is currently ongoing. It has uh, nearly a month to go on it, so plenty of time yet. And this is Maya, the only darkroom timer you'll ever need. Um, we're not going to talk about it at great length because we're hoping that we'll get Ken on uh, to talk to him at some point before this finishes. Um, I know we're quite busy over the next couple of weeks, so there might be a little b- b- bonus episode squeezed in somewhere. <laughs> famous, famous Graham making work. But as this suggests, this is a new darkroom timer. Um, it looks very cool. It does, yeah. Uh, it, it looks like it's going to have a lot of functionality to it. Um, so if you are somebody who is into darkroom work, maybe you're just starting to get into it, uh, maybe you've been doing it for a long time, um, you know, but you want something that will offer you more flexibility, um, this is definitely worth looking at. There's yeah. loads of information on the page. The device itself looks very cool. It also it, it looks like a project that's kind of well underway in terms of what he's wanting to achieve with it. The units that he's got images of are functional and um, and look look great. Uh, he was looking for a goal of five thousand dollars. Um, he's already raised seven thousand eight hundred dollars. So this is a project that's happening. Um, so yeah, check that out if that is of interest. It sounds like a um, perfect solution so that you don't end up in a situation like myself where I was on a project and um, it ended up kind of a little bit like the Danger Boys, trying to create a dark room in a place that shouldn't be a dark room, um, as you do, and uh, like on site with no real facilities and things, and realised that I didn't have a way of timing my trade development properly. Um, So I had to get my assistant, Luke, to sit. (laughs) I mean, bearing in mind, he's he's your height, Graham. (laughs) Um, Like curled up underneath the table so that the light from uh, the uh, timer on his phone wouldn't show up and fog the film. Um, So yeah, you don't want to be doing that. Uh, This sounds like the way to go instead uh so uh, yeah go and check it out it's on indiegogo.com um forward slash projects forward slash maya which is m-a-y-a um the only darkroom timer you'll ever need apparently yeah and be- because the whole thing is an arduino based system it looks as though there's lots that you can kind of bolt on and flexibility going forward so um yeah it's it's just definitely worth a look and as I said, hopefully we'll get him on to talk to soon um because we love people who are making fun stuff and incidentally uh, rach doesn't know this yet because i'm really bad at keeping people informed <laughs> um 
next week on the show, Rach. Yeah. Um, uh, it wasn't who I planned to because I was too disorganized. That, but we have got a great guest this week, somebody mm-hmm. else who is familiar with making and crowdfunding. Uh, we are being joined by the gentleman from Camera Dactyl, oh, Ethan Moses. Ethan, fantastic. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a man who has come up with so many bits and pieces, the butter grips, and now I think yeah. we're on to the butter light meter i wow. think anyway there's nice. so much stuff so much with stuff. ethan yeah so yeah mm-hmm. he will be on the sunny 16 podcast this week so listen, look forward to that that will be great um i heard him on the aforementioned homemade camera podcast very recently and he's a delightful and very intelligent gentleman who it would be fun to talk to and probably a slightly more sensible conversation <laughs> Um, even if you are talking to a gentleman who made cameras that looked a bit like thomas the tank engine so um one other thing, I know I gave this a shout out last week, but I just want to give it a shout out again because, as Rachel pointed out before the show started recording, I think I think I have quite a bad man crush on this. This is this is Mike Caputo um, at Mike, Aloha. Mike, um, about you. Oh my god. Uh, uh, Mike Puta is just a dreamboat. He really is. Um, at Aloha underscore Big Mike, and more importantly, at Hawaii Darkroom. Uh, Mike oh, is going to be... Handle. That's a handle, cool, ace. Yes. He is going to be launching a Kickstarter imminently for his Darkroom in um, Hilo in Hawaii. Um if you're not already following Mike, you definitely should be. Uh, his photography is great. Also, he's just great. Um and uh yeah he's somebody you want to see and you want to support i mean like i said this guy is a fireman he's built like arnold schwarzenegger he's charming he's lovely and yeah i mean i absolutely Hmm? he has a mustache he doesn't uh no he doesn't have a mustache he doesn't have a mustache Uh, he takes photos of people who have mustaches though (laughs) <laughs> he takes photos <laughs> of people who have mustaches. Yeah, there's yeah. definitely someone um, on his feed. Is is what I'm thinking. So yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. No, he's great, and this is a really cool project. He's they've already got the venue sorted. They're already moving in there. He's clearly super excited about it. And um, whether you live in Hawaii or you live close enough that getting to Hawaii is a feasible possibility to do this stuff, they're going to be doing courses and all stuff. It's going to be worth checking out. Mm. And like I said, Mike's Mike's just worth following because he's a delight. Anyway. I think I think we should go and do a outside broadcast from there. Should we go and do a field trip? That sounds like a pretty uh, good idea, doesn't it? I think we should. Yeah, I think we should. You know, we might need to let the Kofi um, funds build up a little bit, or we can fund we return tickets to Hawaii. Um, but yeah, we might get there and uh, perfect lead on. We could send questions on a postcard or something, and he could answer them and send them back for us, maybe. <laughs> hey, listen. I've already said to Mike, next time, next time you're we're busy, and <laughs> next time we're busy, and I need somebody to help me on backing paper, I'm going to be giving Mike a call. So um, you can look forward to that at some point, no, no doubt, fairly soon, listeners, because <laughs> you're far more busy than me, Rach. Um, anyway, following on from that coffee shop, coffee shop, coffee shop, coffee, coffee shop. chat, um, <laughs> it does lead in brilliantly to saying thank you to all the fantastic people who have continued to support us this week. Um, as we said last week, and I will not belabor this because it will just become sickening at some point, but we, I, and it's great actually, Rach, that you're here mm-hmm. because you weren't, actually you take this one, Rach, because I, I spilled my guts on this last week. <laughs> you haven't had a chance to express your feelings I on this yet. I haven't. It's, um, um, uh, well, as as Jeremy also said, um, do we say whelmed, overwhelmed? How, how do we how do we put this? Um, yeah, I think... Um, over, overwhelmed is is a good is a good word still for for me because we just didn't 
we had no idea what it was going to be like putting this out there in the first place. And um, it's been super lovely just to uh, to see all of the, um, the kind of like comments and things coming in from people. And, you know, we completely understand that, you know, not everybody's able to do this and that totally doesn't matter um, at all because we'll, we'll just keep on. We'll keep on keeping on, you know, we'll, we'll carry on going um, as long as there's listeners there who want to listen to us waffling on. So um, that's lovely. But um, for for those who have donated, um, whatever it is, that's just it's just fantastic. And thank you so much for the support. It just um, it does really help us. So, yes, there we go. That's my sincere thanks to everybody who's done that. And um, yeah, we've got some names for you. So um, yeah. this uh, this week. Yeah, go on, Graham. Sorry. Did you want to take this? <clears throat> no, no. I, I just want to say, like, it's one because winter's a rough time of year for me, mm-hmm. um, because you know I'm a gardener and gardening in winter in this country it, it just goes quiet. It's a seasonal job, and it, it was so nice this week. I got an email come through from um, from WordPress saying, "Oh, you know, you, you're coming up for renewal on the website, and I know that we're also coming up for renewal on Podbean." Mm-hmm. And you know that. It's so going, oh no, <laughs> we need to find a couple of hundred pounds from someone. It's like, oh, oh no, we've got help with this now. This is not actually just going to be a kick in the um, the wallets for us on this. That we actually, and yeah, it's oh, God. yeah, it, it really yeah. is incredibly yeah. significant and meaningful, and is directly helping us in a very real way. So, as Rach said, we completely understand if you can't afford to help us, and we love you just for listening. But everybody that has really cannot thank you enough. Um, it's great. Um, yeah, so let's go through this list of awesome people. Uh, and the first one has already emailed us this week uh, with a wonderful picture of some Sunny 16 film. It is Alistair Dougal from Australia with his lovely daughter, Ophelia. Um, thank you so much, Alistair. We very much appreciate it, and we very much love hearing from you as well. Yes, we've got Aldav, who's Al Davenport at Trend to Sign, if. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. Trend to signif to sign signif um, at uh, or at Davenport Film Photo. Uh, thank yeah. you so much, Al. That's brilliant. Yeah, Al's trend to signif on Twitter, which is um, where I tend to have more chats with him, and he's great. He's just he's just one of those nice people you just see dropping on conversations and chat away and stuff. And and also his photography is great. If you go to his Instagram, which is as Rachel at Davenport Film Photo, um, some really great work there. Um, uh, the next one is from Dunstan Vavasor. Uh, Dunstan's got a great um, Instagram feed, got some really nice mixture of digital and um, film shots. He's got some really nice uh, headshots on film. And he's done, and he's got the sprockets in there, and they look really cool, very punk uh, look going on there. Um, really like that a lot. Also, I just, we had um, sometimes people. Uh, give us donations but don't put their names in um and so obviously, mark. <laughs> uh, yes and and obviously so I, don't, I don't want to assume that those because i because we i see who they're from because we get the help through paypal but i will respect that um, you may not want your name read out but thank you very much we greatly appreciate it um we also have toby Vanderveld. i'm presuming it says toby v so i'm guessing that's toby, toby it Vanderveld. certainly is our little boat dwelling friend <laughs> <laughs> um uh, again uh looking forward to hopefully seeing toby and his his daughter as well um we met up last year at the photography show didn't we so uh, that was a lot of fun we've got i think a couple of uh, shots at the in at the fuji instax store and um toby very kindly gave us some uh, ceramic cyanotypes actually last year which is uh, yeah awesome. my, uh, my ceramic cyanotype 
type is uh, on the um, little uh, side table in the living room so, because so uh, I, yeah, <laughs> my, 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 my partner Sinead was delighted with it when I brought it home. Um, so thank you very much, Toby. I look forward to seeing how you up the ante this year. <laughs> no pressure. No pressure then, yeah. Um, uh, and we also have David Allen, who um, I'm assuming this is from after last week. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> David Allen, one of the Pressured. Danger Boys. <laughs> the more sane one of the Danger Boys for all of his discussion of Volvers last week. Um, thank you very much, David. As he as he put in his thing, uh, don't hate, reciprocate. So we, we <laughs> super appreciate that. And I don't know, he did make last week a whilst on the show, because I may have insinuated that some of his Patreon accounts were a little expensive. He did make a special Sunny 16 tier. Um, there were only four slots available. And and I instantly took one of those slots. So I don't know if there are any still available, but um, go and check out his Patreon, which is I think it's Dave uh, David Allen um, uh, uh, Bloomsday. I think if you search for that, you'll find him on Patreon. Um, it's great. I'm really excited because I'm going to start getting prints from him, which is amazing, like proper dark prints of dragons in coffee cups, which is wonderful. Um, so yeah, I'm really excited about that. Um, we have also had um, a contribution from Stig, which is lovely. So uh, Stig is at Stig underscore of the dump on Twitter um, and a uh, very, very good friend as well um, of all of ours. Um, I, I'm i very lucky in that I get to see him relatively often when we do the Mersey meetup. So he he's the person behind the analog photography um, photo walks that uh, have been coined as uh, the hashtag Mersey meetup. And um, we were, um, we had a lovely day on Saturday, actually. Uh, this was literally just as I got ill. I remember sitting down in the pub after the photo walk and I just, uh, I just felt absolutely shattered and I could feel like a fever appearing at that point. So um, I saw, I noticed on Twitter, was that you, Graham, saying you, you owe us a podcast co-host? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> did you see what he was? Bad. Did you see what his response was? He offered oh, up Simon Forster. <laughs> I said, no, a good one. Oh, um, Simon uh, Forster on the photo walk. You can't go say that. Yeah, don't think I didn't see pictures of you cheating us, cheating on us with another <laughs> podcast host, Rachel. How dare you? Uh, Simon has repeatedly said to me, "Oh, really? They, in fact, listening to them, but not just Simon, but Simon and Johnny and Carl, were saying we really want to get Rachel on the podcast." Because they've obviously yeah, already I'm had eight on lenses. This and, is the problem. I know nothing about lenses. The problem. <laughs> they they made it abundantly clear they didn't want me on there. <laughs> um, but they they want Rachel on there very badly. Um, so yeah, I, you know, you need to explain to Rachel. You just you know don't don't care. <laughs> it's not I don't care. It's just that I don't I don't have enough knowledge about it. So uh, I don't know that I could I could talk about it in any meaningful way for any particular length, unfortunately. Um, but I do, um, talking of Simon, I do have him to thank for me finally getting my hands on my very own OM1. Yay! Um, so the camera that I've, I've lusted after for a long time, um, I wanted it specifically because um, obviously it does use, use battery for um, for the light meter, uh, and this particular one has been um, converted so that it will take uh, batteries that we are able to get more readily. Um, but really, it was in case at some point the um, the batteries run out on my OM30, they uh, the mirror just locks up and we can't and I can't use it. So um, I really wanted an OM1 so that I would at least have that kind of contingency covered. And um, I 
I felt like it was a bit lighter as a body. Um, and it definitely sounds different when you take a shot, the actual, you know, uh, mirror. Um, it's a lovely noise, actually. It's a really lovely shutter sound. Um, but yeah, it, it's definitely different from my OM30, which I wasn't expecting. Um, it's also got the shutter speed um, as a ring. Uh, rather than as a ooh, slider on the body, I think it is on my OM30. So that's just getting me, taking me a little time to get used to. I managed to shoot, I think, about six frames with it set to 15th of a second, handheld, <laughs> um, today. And was like, whoops. <laughs> so uh, that's a bit of a, uh, that'll be messed up. But never mind. Um, I did set it back and it's all part of the learning process, isn't it? Uh, so anyway, yes, uh, we got to do a uh, photo walk meetup, and I should just mention that the other people who were there were Steve, uh, Steve Wales Photo on Twitter, um, at Murphy's Film, um, at Boris underscore six by six, at Simon F O R. I wonder who that might be. Is that Simon? Mm. <laughs> um, at Steve Coleman UK, uh, who unfortunately um, I didn't actually get a chance to meet Steve. He'd uh, he'd had to go literally pretty much as I arrived. Maybe that was maybe that's why he left. <laughs> who knows? Um, and at Fraser Yule photo, um, we also I also got to see at Richie underscore Perkins and Wayne Nelson, who I don't think is on Twitter, but um, yeah, that was lovely. Um, really really nice to uh, to meet. Um, Fraser in person um, as well because obviously I hadn't yet had chance to do that. Um, so he he took a trip down in the morning and then drove back up afterwards. Um, and uh, and he told me in no uncertain terms that um, the analog adventure kit uh, that uh, I own, um, his daughter was uh, was very keen to have a go with that. And I saw some photos on Twitter of her um, busy developing some of the rolls of film recently. So that was awesome as well. Really cool. That's very cool. Sounds like I had a good day, Rach. We really did. There's uh, some fabulous um, video. Stig managed to do a kind of like stop motion almost video of us all doing almost a ministry of silly walks kind of thing past past the camera, which he shot entirely on analog and then stitched together to make it into a short, very, very short film. Um, but yeah, if you go to hashtag Mersey Meetup, you'll be able to see that, I'm sure. Splendid stuff. And just getting back to your own one quickly, Rach, because I did mention this on the show <laughs> last week, but I think, am I right in saying you may have been given the lens as well for that? uh well uh hopefully i don't yet have it in my hands and i guess it depends on how jeremy feels on the day <laughs> um but yes um the lovely real jeremy north uh did say rachel saw that you've uh, finally got your hands on that own one you've been banging on about for a while um and uh, i happen to have a a, a spare 50 mil lens so uh, it's really very kind and generously of him he said that he would bring it for me so that's really nice thank you so much splendid stuff well let us get back to this coffee list because yes. we got sidetracked slightly there but it's a good sidetrack we did i'm sorry um <laughs> i'll say a big thank you to jeffrey roush i hope i'm pronouncing that correctly um jeffrey jeffrey is jeffrey roush photography on instagram uh, it's r it's jeffrey with a j and r-o-u-s-h um and also jeffrey roush photography com. it's got some lovely pictures on there uh check it out jeffrey's also got a cool beard uh, i admire jeffrey's beard <laughs> it's worth checking out for that alone so thank you very much jeff uh, yes, we've got Mark uh, Prestage, obviously, whose uh, shots we had a little look at today as well. Um, and he is at Mark underscore Prestige, which is P-R-E-S-T-A-G-E. Um, he was the 5,000th solar can 
uh, winner, I believe. Is that right? I don't know if he was a winner or winner? I, just know, I know that he, Purchaser? I know he was well, the owner sure. of the, the 5,000 oh. solar can. Actually, Sam had sent me, this is a weird coincidence, but Sam had sent me a picture that he was just putting together the 5,000 solar can. And then later huh. that week, I saw a picture of Mark up on top of this high rise office building in central London, uh, putting his solar can in place. So that is going to make for a spectacular That's picture. Awesome. He's looking yeah. out across, you know, like the, all the names of your London office buildings that Aid knows the Shard and the Egg and the Telephone and and the Walkie Talkie. I don't know all of those buildings. It was an incredible view. Um, so it's going to be an amazing spot for a solar can. So I cannot Ooh. wait to see that. So um, thank you very much, Mark. Um, Angela Solis needs no introduction on this show. At this is Jella. Thank you so much, Angela. She has been a constant source of delight and kindness to us for as long as and care care <laughs> i have uh i have stuff to bring with us to the photography show thanks angela um i have not eaten the chocolate i actually i haven't eaten the waffles that were sent to us earlier in the year well, i've eaten my waffles but i haven't eaten yours so i'm doing very well <laughs> Um, we've also had a lovely contribution from Andrew Bartram, uh, who's a Warboy snapper, um, Warboy's snapper, sorry. Um, and um, I'm sure a lot of our listeners will know him uh, from the Lensless podcast as well. Thank you so much, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, he's the better half of the Lensless podcast, you know, along with that <laughs> ruffian Corey Cannon. Um, and it was very nice to see Andrew a couple of weeks ago, uh, even though it didn't cost me money. Yes. Because I bought. You got to go in, uh, out on a little photo walk, didn't you? Uh, no, we quite literally just met up a oh. met up at the secondhand darkroom um oh uh, <laughs> just went out on photo spend just went on photo spend yeah exactly <laughs> oh man but I'm, I'm very pleased with my camera though it's a lovely lol yashima yeah. and i'm very happy with Look, it lovely. with a roll of um, across in it so that's great another camera mm. with filming <laughs> ready to go um so yeah that's awesome um john whitmore who is at the dark shed on instagram and twitter i i mostly um interact with john on twitter um but he's got loads of awesome pictures on um instagram and a john does fantastic darkroom work i think he's done has he done some um courses as well rach i know he's the dark show became you know he's, he's doing i believe so yes yeah um but definitely worth following john he's he's great on twitter and his work is fantastic so definitely worth a look um yes absolutely yes finally i'll take one just because i know i made it a bit weird by the way i've written it out we had another um anonymous one and as i said you know we like to respect the fact that people who are anonymous may or may not want you know their names without so i'm this is apropos of nothing but I am going to that if you enjoy listening to our podcast, you may also really like Studio C41. It's a fantastic podcast helmed by Bill Mannings. Um, and they recently went and uh, to a photo walk um, down at the, I can't remember what the event is, but um, down in Atlanta, big photography event in Atlanta. And they hooked up with Kodak down there. Very cool. They got some video up on their website. Well worth checking out. Studio C41 is an incredibly well-produced podcast. <laughs> so not much in common with ours, unfortunately. Um, a well <laughs> worth listening to. That, like I said, that has nothing to do with anything. I don't know who this person was who uh, mysteriously left us a donation, but um, thank you very much, regardless. And uh, check out Studio C41. Um, 
Yeah, I was just going to um, jump back quickly to, to John um, Whitmore, obviously, at the Dark Shed. Um, if you just go through his Instagram feed, you'll, you'll see, uh, obviously, some of the workshops and things that they do. I believe it's part of the Warwick op- at Warwickshire Open Studios, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's always worth having a little look at as well. So that's at Warwickshire Open Studios open studios sorry um just looking at one of them um we were talking about doing a workshop with at emma monster as well um and at underscore bloodless carnage underscore <laughs> which sounds interesting um says that they've made some portraits using four by five paper necks developing them in trays all sorts of fun stuff happening there so yeah awesome i have to say um i mean what one i just it is unbelievably delightful just to <laughs> have people doing this but also i really like the fact that it encourages me sometimes to go who is the you know who's actually done it and go and find out some about them and dig into the work particularly of people who may not have written into us in the past or who mm-hmm. may not be that active on um twitter and that and to go and go oh wow these people are doing really cool stuff and i'm i'm really enjoying that um it's been great and yeah just thank you again so much um and again i this will slow down i i, I promise this this will slow down <laughs> but now that these shows have been long lately and i know it's not helped by the fact that we've got cheap shots as well at the moment so the backing paper's got a bit long but um well we're over the one hour mark grim so yeah um we will get out of your hair now uh and leave you to get on with your monday morning um which i'm sure will be a delight because you know <laughs> monday mornings are always a delight is there anything else Rachel, that we need to think of before we get out of here i think that's all for us for this episode of backing paper i think it is um we will play you out with a remortgaging the nest of hairs by schnauzer thank you so much to them for letting us use their music i am finding that song has become quite an earworm for me i'm just at work and it's just, <laughs> it's just in my head and it's a weird song to be an earworm um so i apologize if you are also suffering similarly uh, suffering probably not the right word but you know what i mean um we will be back. At least you're not in an office singing it out to other people. Yeah, singing it. Yeah. How do I get these tubes out of my arm? Yes, exactly. Um, we will be back on Thursday, as mentioned, with Ethan Moses of Camera Dactyl and Butter Grips, etc., etc. Uh, until then, listeners, goodbye. Goodbye.